Hello, fellow airheads. I just wanted to start off by saying that literally my mantra is, I don't give a fuck. No one should give a fuck. We all shouldn't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. And I find that funny. Actually, I find that hilarious because I actually really do give a fuck. (laughs) Actually, I shouldn't say that. Most of the time, I really don't care. I'm pretty chill. I'm pretty easygoing. But I'll say I don't give a fuck and then I'll have a panic attack or an anxiety attack right after that. So that doesn't make a lot of sense. Um, I don't know if anyone can relate to that. I'm kind of hoping they do because I'm feeling alone in a pond, you know, in my own like little pond over here. But today's topic though is why I, Isabel Vigil, am not feeling fly like a G6. That song brings back the best 2000s memories of me in middle school just vibing to this. And no one really knew what a G6 was, not that it mattered. No one really cared. It was a good it was a good song, good beat. However, I'm not feeling fly like a G6 lately, and I thought it might be good to talk about it. Be honest, be upfront, be truthful. So yeah, I have had a rough week, um, really just a rough couple of days because I, I mean, I personally would love to calm down. I really would, but I persist. So, (laughs) um, lately I've just been having constant anxiety and pretty recurrent panic attacks, which is quite possibly the worst and most overwhelming feeling in the entire world it genuinely feels and people who have had panic attacks will often tell you that it feels like you're having a heart attack or a brain aneurysm it's that psychological that it becomes physical so i wouldn't call myself a hypochondriac because this is the only ailment that i find myself to have but and it's real i'm very real realistically experiencing it right then and there um but The craziest part to anxiety and to panic attacks is, especially with panic attacks, is that a lot of the time, at least for me, there's really no rhyme or reason why they happen, why they're happening so much. It just happens randomly and usually in the worst times and I can't control it. Um, I can't even pretend to control it. It's entirely an all-consuming feeling. And sometimes it prevents me from sleeping, which makes it even worse to just go about my day-to-day if I don't have enough sleep. I'm I'm someone who needs a lot of sleep, probably like a lot of you. I'm really not a morning person. Like, I thrive off of having more than three, eight hours of sleep. Um, but this week, um, my anxiety was so bad and i even had a panic attack that induced an asthma attack and i don't even know how to describe it other than literally i was driving in the car with my brother and i was on my way to my friend's house and i was literally two minutes away from my friend's house and i already wasn't feeling super great just because i was having a lot of anxiety before leaving and i knew that i probably shouldn't go but i ended up going anyways because um I rally, (laughs) but we're driving and I just look at him and I'm like, I'm not okay. And he was turns to me and was like, what can I do? You know, what do you need me to do? Um, like the sweet brother that he is. And then I just start immediately sobbing and panicking and losing my shit. And obviously he was like, okay, we're turning back. (laughs) We're, you're not going. 
and I was like, yeah, that's, that's not happening, and, um, we're on the highway, and all of a sudden, I just stopped breathing, (laughs) he was like, oh my gosh, do we need to go to Walgreens, like, do we need to get you a new inhaler, like, what's going on, because I wasn't, I didn't have my inhaler on me, and uh, I was just, just, I was just like, drive home just as fast as you can, just get me home, just get me home, and he did, and it lasted for about, like, an hour, that's how bad it was, and then I had just anxiety about having another panic attack for the rest of the night, so, and this episode is probably a little bit too personal for some people, I really don't care, um, I think part of mental health issues, as we all know, is stigma around it, and not talking about it, and not having conversations, so I'm being very open about my own personal issues, and it could be relatable to you all, and just know you're not alone, I like to know that I'm not alone, um, so yeah, that was my experience within the last couple of days, and there's a lot more to it, and I'll kind of get into that, but anyways, as all of you probably know, and if you don't know, this is good to know, um, anxiety or generalized anxiety disorder is super common in the United States. One out of four individuals has it, um, adults, and it's very common, if not the most common disorder across the nation and even across the world. And I never used to have anxiety um, until my sophomore year of college, and I have no idea what brought it on. I had a few triggering events my freshman year of college, um, that happened around the same time of year where I started getting anxiety attacks a year later, um, so I kind of figured maybe that's what it was, and maybe it'll pass, um, but no, it hasn't. It's been plaguing me ever since that year, and I have reached a point where I sought out medication, and I actually sought it out when I was a sophomore, um, I literally begged my doctor to put me on medication, I was having, I couldn't sleep, I felt scared, like, driving my car, I couldn't hang out with people because I would get so nervous, which was so unlike me, I'm such an extrovert, I love being around people so much, so, I would just begged my doctor. I was like, you have to give me something because this isn't going away. This hasn't been going away. And I don't feel like myself. I'm not myself. Just do something. And I figured that medication would be the best way to do that. And obviously that's kind of a backwards way of thinking. You should always, you know, seek therapy or do your normal other remedies that you would without going to the last resort of pills. Um, However, it was so bad that I just needed some type of relief in it in that moment. And even when she told me she was she that she would, I just started crying because I was like finally, you know, maybe this is going to make my problems go away. And um it hasn't. Spoiler alert. But it was really bad when I first started getting anxiety because I couldn't even be around people. Like, I had just started a new job and I met all of them through a a two-day introduction before we all started working. And I was sitting around the table and I was literally paralyzed. I (laughs) felt like basically the world was ending. That's kind of what what it was like, to say the least. But it was 
definitely, definitely the worst when I first started developing anxiety because I didn't know what it was. I didn't know how to cope with it. I didn't understand what was happening to me. All I knew was that it was so painful and overwhelming and consuming and just horrible. And that was something that I couldn't deal with at the time. It was just something I was totally unprepared for. And I don't know if anyone else um, either had it throughout their childhood and just grew up with it, but I did not. And so that was a very, very alarming time for me. It was also very confusing and remains to this day very confusing because I wasn't depressed. I didn't really have anything going on in my life at the time where I was developing the anxiety that I could pinpoint like, oh, that might be why. There wasn't anything I could direct or blame it on and that was even more confusing. That made it all the more harder to deal with. Not to mention, as a psych major, that really, really threw me off the edge because I found myself self-diagnosing myself with certain disorders or WebMDing certain things, which I obviously knew better then, but there's only so much you can do. You know, I don't have access to a lot of psychological tests, so I just had to use the resources on hand, which was WebMD or which was talking to people who maybe were dealing with the same things. Either way, I ended up making myself feel so much worse by considering all of the alternatives, like, oh shit, am I... you know, am I becoming schizophrenic? Um, Am I becoming bipolar? You know, you just run down the list as a psychology major and that makes it extremely unhealthy and I would not recommend it to anyone. But even then, as a psych major, I also knew that there were a lot of treatments or options available to help you cope with symptoms that you were experiencing for any disorder and that being also generalized anxiety disorder and from that I knew that there were medications I knew that there were various coping mechanisms to use and I really delved into that because I was struggling so much but when it did reach the point of no return where I was like give me drugs I need something to relieve the the pain and the stress and the worry that is basically taking over my life and I remember sitting in the doctor's office just crying to her explaining to her that I couldn't sleep that I couldn't be around people that I was afraid to go to work and that I just because I didn't know when another panic attack was going to happen and I was just terrified because my quality of life had gone into a downward spiral Um, for absolutely what seemed like no reason and she sat there and told me well um, let's try herbal teas and let's maybe get a diffuser add some essential oils turn off your phone an hour before you go to sleep you know giving me a whole list of things that were probably yeah they're helpful in a to a degree in a sense and i at that point i felt like she wasn't believing me um she wasn't understanding how bad it actually was and that i literally wasn't able to live normally she just was not getting that whatsoever and that made me mad and that's when i kind of reached my breaking point and i was like look look bitch and obviously i did not say that but I was like, listen to me. I would not be coming here if I didn't absolutely believe that I need help, okay? Like, 
any of my friends can tell you this. I'm not someone who seeks help. I'm not someone who seeks advice. I always figure things out on my own. I am my greatest problem solver. I am able to overcome any obstacle thrown my way. Like, my friends know that. So when it did come to the point where I was desperately seeking help and then was being turned away, I just couldn't handle it anymore. So I told her, you better give me something, some type of medication or some type of remedy to this horrific situation that I have found myself to be in. And if you don't, then I'm just going to find another doctor who will because I can't live like this. I refuse to live like this. It is drastically impacting my life. And I think when I went off on my rant, she was better able to understand like, okay, this bitch is really not okay. And (laughs) obviously not. I really, really was not. So I'm glad that I was finally believed to an extent. And she put me on some medications that she thought would help. And um, they did to an extent. They definitely helped with my sleep. And I still use the sleeping one even now if I'm really struggling um, because again sleep is so important and now that I find myself having to wake up um, at seven in the morning for my job I really need sleep more than ever so that comes in handy but um, the anxiety medication that she gave me that I'm still on I don't use very regularly um, especially if I'm not at home um, or if I know that I'm going to be out because it, one, it makes me really drowsy. Um, two, if you mix it with alcohol from personal experience, uh, that you just get horrifically sick and that's not a vibe. So I don't use that when I know that I'll be drinking, um, or I'll just avoid drinking altogether just so I can relieve the anxiety that I'm feeling at the time regardless um it makes me super drowsy and i'm heard a lot of horror stories about people on medication um from any type of ailment whether it's a physical or a psychological one um how just horror stories like how things didn't work for them um how often it's a trial and error process and that is really frustrating um i wish that you could just ease people's pain right off the bat obviously there's no magical cure for that but it just sucks having to figure out what works and what doesn't and still being in pain the entire time i will say though a lot of people just simply do not understand anxiety or panic attacks and you never will be able to probably until you actually experience it yourself and it's super frustrating because I didn't choose to be anxious or to feel this way or to go through the things that I go through. Um, but it, I, all I can say is, is that it's pointless and it's not very helpful and it's not effective when all people say is, oh, calm down, chill out, um, just relax. It, or to, oh, my favorite is, oh, you all you have to do is just change your mindset. Like, even if it is coming from a good place, the overarching thing, though, is, is that obviously if I could do any of those things, I would. Like, believe me, I would do that in a, in a fucking heartbeat if I had the opportunity to. And... I actually have a story about this because my last boyfriend, um, he was in the military, so I wouldn't say he was, like, desensitized because he never, like, necessarily did anything, like, he was never deployed, 
<laughs> but anyways, um, I had an anxiety attack with him because I would go out and stay with him. We were in long distance, so I'd stay out there for a few weeks. Um, my classes were online, so I had the opportunity to do that. And we were about to go out and meet some of his friends, and all of a sudden, a panic attack came on. And um, basically, I just was making excuses. I was just like in the bathroom trying to calm myself down, trying to take deep breaths, doing whatever I could to just not lose my shit and he had no idea what was going on and um when I eventually told him a while later he was like oh my gosh I had no idea you did that but we delved into a conversation about anxiety and depression and things like that and he basically said you therapy really is pointless and all you have to do is just change your mindset and I just looked at him totally dumbfounded and I was like don't you you know wouldn't you think that if people could they would nobody wants to be in that bad place like no one does um but he just could not seem to comprehend the idea and and of someone suffering he just thought it was just an easy fix and you know it's no wonder we're not together anymore (laughs) um that was something that i definitely had issues with in that relationship because i was afraid to say anything because i just didn't know if it would be perceived in the way that it that he that i'm not doing enough or that i'm just not um fixing myself when i could be so i just didn't i just didn't want to deal with that but I'm sure a lot of people deal with that when trying to explain it to important people in your life or just to people in general and they just simply don't get it or they say the wrong thing and you know some people can't help it because obviously there's no rule book of how to help or how to be with someone who's struggling because it's there really isn't so it's no one's fault however a good rule of thumb is to not say any of those phrases that I just listed off. Um, Probably avoid giving advice because, let's be honest, even if you don't suffer from any of these ailments, no one really likes to be given advice that they didn't ask for. And sometimes even if they did ask for it, they don't like hearing it. So keep that in mind. Just avoid giving advice. And honestly, I would just suggest being there as a source of comfort because people really going through it really down bad they don't want to be alone necessarily so even just your mere presence i think is good enough or just someone to have hold your hand while just letting the moment pass it's better than being left alone so that's just my little two cents again advice you didn't ask for but i give it to you anyways because this is my podcast and you're listening to it so yeah I think it's hardest too when people look at other people going through an anxiety attack or a panic attack and it's easy to say what they're anxious about seems really stupid or seems silly. Um, Even then, even when that person seems the most irrational, that is when you have to be the most empathetic because you know it has to be that bad for them to be anxious about that problem like no one acts rationally or logically when they're down bad they just don't i'm also one of those people who makes lists in my head as i'm getting ready to go to bed i start thinking to myself 
what do I need to do tomorrow? Um, what do I have to do for work? Are there any errands I need to run? Do I have enough groceries? I don't know. I just make lists and then my mind is just racing so much. It's just going a thousand miles per hour and then I start developing an anxiety attack and then I freak the fuck out and then it turns into a full-on panic attack and it's literally the worst thing ever. So I don't know if any of you are the type to make lists in your head, but that's what I do. I also just get really, really, really bad anxiety. And if you don't know what that is, then good for you. Bless your soul. Um, but it's anxiety that you get after a night out drinking. You think to yourself, what did you say? What did you do? Do I have to apologize to anyone? And you really try to replay everything from that night. And it's just the best way I can describe it is that it's a mix of dread and stress and worry and probably regret even if you didn't do anything at all it's just that nervousness that you get and I personally dread looking at my phone I'm one of those people who just love facetiming my entire contact list um so (laughs) that's always fun for me so I dread looking at my phone I really need to put like a safety lock on it but Ever since COVID kind of is over, I know it's not, but everything's opening up again. Um, I've been going out a lot and every weekend because I turned 21 in quarantine. So I never got really to experience um, bars, really. I got a little bit of a taste in them right before COVID hit. But because I never really got to experience it, I've been going out a lot with my friends and actually getting the most out of what I thought 21 was going to be like. Um, so that's great. Um, anyways, anxiety is just a really, really uncomfortable emotion and I'm already prone to anxiety. So when I get anxiety, it can literally just go on all day and completely impede my ability to function and I hate it. So I really hate it. And this is entirely normal, but I definitely get anxiety um, in anticipation of either painful or what I know are going to be scary events in my life. Uh, For example, I have a wisdom tooth popping out of my mouth currently, and that's been just a wild ride. I was told I wouldn't have to ever get my wisdom teeth out, and then that happened, and I was like, okay, what the fuck? who lied to me either way i have to get my wisdom teeth out and you have to do that through surgery i've never had a major surgery at least not in a long time so the thought of having to get an iv put in or even having to drive to the oral surgery place really doesn't excite me in the slightest in fact it terrifies me i can't even remember when I last had an IV put in but I remember it being painful and so I just know I'll be sitting on the car ride the way there thinking to myself this is gonna hurt I don't want to do this I don't want to be here and it's just gonna cause me anxiety which sucks because I need to get it over with I don't really have a choice um but that's just yet another thing I get anxiety from and don't get me wrong like I'm still in a good place and I'm very happy with my current life trajectory so the anxiety still doesn't really make sense Um, especially now I started a new job um, that I really like 
Uh, I do have to say, though, I'm glad that anxiety and depression and a lot of disorders are becoming less stigmatized as more and more people are having conversations surrounding mental health and mental illness. Um, But I do have to say, again, with my psychology background, I definitely scare myself with my own knowledge of symptoms and disorders because I truly fear developing one myself um, because I am in that age range of onset for disorders, especially ones like schizophrenia, and that just terrifies me because I really don't understand the cause of my anxiety, and so sometimes I fear attributing it to something more serious. I don't know. Um, But I do openly talk about how I'm doing and how I'm feeling, and I've come to a place where I've let in my family and friends into that safe space. Um, I'm someone who doesn't normally like being by myself anyways. I really enjoy being around people, so even in those really tough moments of anxiety or panic attacks, it's nice to be able to just have the comfort of having a friend or my grandma or my brother there. That's just um, always makes me feel better uh, rather than just being alone. Um, I do have to say though, I haven't seen anyone. Therapy is just so expensive and I'm glad everyone talks about it and is getting into it. However, I don't know if it's right for me. Um, I know personally reaching out can be very scary sometimes. As I mentioned earlier, I'm not normally one to ask for help or seek help. I kind of just figure things out on my own. Um, which seemed kind of hypocritical because that's the field I want to go into. Regardless, though, I, I just, I wouldn't say I've avoided it. I just really haven't looked into it, and it's not my first problem-solving idea that comes to mind. Um, and I also know therapy can be a trial and error process because there's definitely good and bad therapists out there. I've heard a lot of people having to go through five therapists until they're able to find the right one that they can connect with and talk to in a safe space. And I really don't want to do that mostly because I don't want to be paying hundreds of dollars just for someone to stare at me. And not only that, but multiple people just to stare at me if I'm not able to find a therapist. It's not like you always get free trials. So that's kind of frustrating and kind of a big turnoff for me when it comes to therapy, at least in this day and age. But You know, like a lot of people, I have been making really huge, significant life changes. Um, Literally, I have an entirely new life structure that can definitely contribute to my anxiety. I have a new job. I just graduated from college right after a pandemic. I'm moving into a new apartment and I'm beginning to truly adult just got on my car insurance, getting off my parents' medical, all of that stuff. And um, adjusting isn't always easy, and it definitely impacts my day-to-day with all of these happening at once. And it's really scary because everything used to be so predefined, like you would have school, then you would have summer break, then you would have, then it would be back to school, then you have winter break. There used to be some sort of rhyme or rhythm to what I would be doing, and now there's kind of not. Um, Well, there is, but I just have to adapt to it. Uh, So that's been a big struggle for me, and I hope that I'm not alone in that, and that other people are going through it and occasionally are down bad too sometimes. Anyways, though, I'm sure you were probably looking to hear a much more exciting 
episode. However, this week has just been so stressful and I'm surprised I even recorded this. So I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you may have learned something. I hope you may have related to something. I think that's the biggest thing. I know I can't be the only one going through it. So let me know. Let me know your thoughts. I know I was supposed to have a guest on this week, but again, I just couldn't get myself to do it. So next week, I promise a guest will be on and it's going to be a fun and exciting topic uh, to level out this week's kind of depressing one. (laughs) But anyways, you guys know the drill. It's ginger spice and everything nice.